Unsafe Release. Hi, welcome to Unsafe Release, a motorsports podcast. I'm your host, Cody Yates. Here today with my co-host, Cameron Bowden. Hey, everybody. Ruben Ballard. Hello. And Jacob McNeil. What's good? We're back after our impromptu little vacation. Indeed, indeed. Yes. Um, Feels good to be back. Yeah, yeah. We're here to bring you our thoughts on Wigello, even though they are a little late for Very late. <laughs> a, a race that had a crazy middle part but no crazy end part yeah. and uh, that was the beginning <laughs> it was it was in actually crazy too yeah insane. yeah, yeah. insane <laughs> jacob it was insane two out of three yeah <laughs> um and so then we'll talk we'll be talking about sochi this week obviously and uh most of our news talk this week's all silly season silly 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 so was straight that, in. Was I supposed to come up with a funny way to say silly, silly? You were. You <laughs> missed Damn. it. All you right. dropped the ball. I'll work on it. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob, no, he's off. That was his last that chance. That's <laughs> it. It's over. No, man. No, no, no. It's just notes for next week. No, okay, I'm okay, already okay, gone. Okay. Editor's notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it to you in your notes. Please get back. <laughs> say it after the show and we'll splice it in. Yeah. Next <laughs> time we'll make you get back the rose. Silly, silly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He redeemed himself. I was, I was pretty good improv. I'll give you that. I, I giggled. Uh, <laughs> so into Mugello. So the big story I feel like of this week, uh, I'm gonna mix up our points here. Where the wrecks, oh, were, the first like on the first or second corner. Uh, I don't I know mean, how far in it let, was, but let let me tell you just just as a as a bit of a barometer for it. Like my stepdad, big NASCAR fan, right? He's a, he's a big NASCAR guy. Been watching a lot more since he's retired in the quarantine and all that. Oh, and yeah. you know, like there are there are these NASCAR tracks they talk about. Like I think Daytona's one where like there's always going to be the big one. Like there's always going to be some big wreck, right? Right. And so I I showed him the footage of the big wreck at Sochi, uh, not at Sochi. Mugello. Sorry, Mugello. Mugello. I got wow. Sochi on the brain. And uh, and yeah, I mean, he was just like, oh my god. Sochi will like, not be yeah. that much fun. He, no. he he told me it was it was F one comparable. So I I think I think we've we've officially seen NASCAR comparable. Yeah. Well, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've yeah. we've officially seen a big ass wreck. Yeah, that sh that shit was cr the the one on the start on the restart. Sorry, yeah, that's yeah, on the restart. Yeah, yeah. I know I'm getting that which little was bit shortly of after the the kind of crazy that was actually two wrecks. Oh, uh, yeah, that yeah. happened at the very beginning. Um, which I still don't really understand exactly what happened. So, but so part of the issue was Verstappen again. I, I yeah, so it was, it was like all falling. Max's fault. Yeah. I, sh I, I, I shed sad Surprise. tears, but um, but yeah, had a, had a great start. Actually, ended up in front of, of course, Hamilton. Cameron jumped straight. Well, in no, to he, defend him. he did. He did. He did. He had a good hey, start. He's a nice guy. He jumped in front of Hamilton for a for a brief period and then lost power. And so his car like is two moving. Tenths. Yeah, at like almost a snail's pace compared to everybody, and he's just falling back. So I, eventually, some sort of issue happened. I believe it was Gasly that rear-ended him. And and uh, Raikkonen hit him a Gasly little bit. Gasly got squeezed by a Alfa Romeo. That would have been Kimmy. I and think. and then I, I'm not. It was a crazy yeah. Well, and then, of and then and, and then I don't want to be wrong. Signs so. ended up sideways at one point yeah. and all that. And no, and that was what I was saying. It was actually two completely separate yeah. incidents. Like the at the, the ones in the front time. with Carlos and Seb. Had absolutely nothing to do with the with Alfa Romeo in the, yeah. in the back. Well, in the the Max and and Grosjean, Grosjean almost like went who, out of the race. Yeah, but like I was Grosjean who who ended up finishing somehow. Yeah, which, uh, like, good on him. Grosjean is in this wreck with Pierre 
and Max, and I'm explaining this to Jacob because he that's didn't watch the race. That's some France on <laughs> France. <laughs> and if I had, I wouldn't have. Right, right. But this. both their cars were completely totaled. No doubt they're not going anywhere. Right. And Grosjean's like in the gravel pit, like. I don't know, and like just starts driving slowly <laughs> and like makes his way back onto the track and just like maybe don't nobody mind knows. Me. <laughs> he's like he's like, he's like, is everything good? And they're like, sensors are good. And he he finished the race. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna gas it then. And, yeah. and he, he got lucky again at the restart. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the with the big for wreck. The he big was right wreck. behind everybody. So, yeah, th- he was the French guy on the comms in the big wreck that you yeah. that, that's Gross John. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jacob was particularly entertained by Gross John's accent in that radio call <laughs> well it's just the way french people like slip in american words or english words that like oh. they j- they just know that like but this that is the best way to express how much a- of a dumbass you're being. in the anger they say <laughs> it with is exactly. so yeah it's I stupid s- it's <laughs> i i have a buddy who talks about this in like uh w- w- with like premier league stuff you know like the it's like a dance between two languages <laughs> <French and English. laughs> that's you know? a good way to put it yeah, yeah. <laughs> first you shimmy with the french and then you kick, kick <laughs> yes yes exactly yeah lane kick off to the side. but yeah so that that safety car restart was just absolutely insane very glad everyone came out of that okay I'm, yeah I'm that uh i i can't remember which car it was um uh, that like i saw the the footage from but the front end just like crumpled just that was yeah. giovanazzi's alfa romeo yeah it yeah. just like exploded just uh, like my first pair of glasses <laughs> in sixth grade yeah. <laughs> man man it definitely looked like a, a you know like a soapbox derby car someone just like stepped yeah, on right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was in and, and that that uh that that restart was uh it was kind of everyone's fault it was no one's fault and everyone's yeah, fault it was no I, one at the front's fault right, right. but everyone Bodice was fine everyone in the back essentially just got bigger than their britches and saw green lights and went too fast right everybody, I was, <laughs> everybody was being 33 percent of a dick and it combined to one yeah. giant it was one literally just dick. a traffic jam is on an <laughs> f1 track like I, I did really like sort that's of that's why they need blinkers by the <laughs> way <laughs> this is why they need blinkers coming need back around brake lights and a couple horns probably would have fixed that. Ruben, <laughs> Ruben and Jacob are going to start a petition <laughs> for, Bring for blinkers. blinkers back. No, I can't. We just hear blinker complaints all the time on the comms. That's it. That's it. it would, again, it would be like rush hour. I, yeah. I don't need to watch a race for that. But this guy I, is not using his blinker. I, pissing me off. <laughs> I did really like the explanation for that about the how basically on that restart that. Uh, they're just not used to being that far back on a yeah. long straight. The, all the other start <laughs> finish lines are right after a corner. Yeah. Like and so on every other track on the calendar, pretty much, it, you're coming out of a corner onto the start finish. So you can't do what happened at Mugello right. and uh, get up to like yeah. 150 so miles per hour while the car. <laughs> well, I mean, suck well, it, Mugello. This is why we should have a wild card track every year. Oh, oh yeah. I heard that. that I heard news. that floated. News. Yeah, that's news. But well, we need like a seventh grader to Sorry, draw yeah. it. Yeah, put a put a put a pin in that Wait, idea. Wait, no, I like Ruben's idea. Yeah. A seventh grader just draws, draws a track. track. We build it. <laughs> they drive it. Would it would it be better than a Tilka circuit? <laughs> Probably. We're gonna talk a little bit <laughs> about that track. It's facts, gonna by have way. a couple loop de loops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm in. I'm it's in. It's like when 
Winnie the Pooh tries to spell honey. <laughs> I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm picturing a design like those old Hot Wheels tracks, you yes, know, when yeah, you had yeah, the exactly. and you, you warmed them up on the pads and just shot them through. And everyone drives shark cars. Yeah. That's the <laughs> best kind of Hot Wheels. <laughs> I am so down. <laughs> so, yeah, big, big Rex, big Rex, all thanks to new tracks and stuff. So moving on into Bodice versus Hamilton, which was like the big story this weekend, I feel like. Um, you know, Bottas seemed to have it out of the gate. I actually thought we yeah. were going to get to see yeah. him win one. I, I thought we were headed and for then a Bottas the win. the insanity of the race kind of screwed him in the long run. I mean, he did have a second restart to try and pass Lewis, but just couldn't do it. No, um, no, didn't didn't have a great start there. And then a um, little bit of controversy um, before. Uh, was it the second red flag or sorry? There were so many issues. Some, this race. Something flag, to yeah. that effect. Yeah. When he asked to get different tires than because Lewis. I want to say that was right after he said, like, I need a safety car. And then if yeah. I remember correctly, Lance crashes and then he says, uh, or maybe it was before that. He says, I want opposite of Lewis. Yeah. 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 And uh, the sort of the Mercedes strategy debrief this week, I believe it was, or last week, uh, they did explain that apparently, and I guess it wasn't as big a deal because there were two red flags. Uh, there were there was a, a at least another safety car, so there's a lot of stoppages, lots of chances to take a, a you know a quick pit stop. But yeah. um, that apparently the temperature at the track was having uh, w- was just wreaking havoc on Merck's tires, right? And that wasn't it wasn't just them, but it turned out that you know it affected them more, and that they ended up pitting Bottas for hards. Was um, it just like as a hotter, safety issue, hotter than they anticipated? Yeah, it was. Yeah, um, and it just made it just like at Silverstone where the tr- tires blew up. I don't know that you watched that race. Yeah, I did. But um, it, same situation. They were concerned that the the downforce was too much with the uh, with the tire compound that they were using, and it wasn't going to work. We're having some technical difficulties, so if we repeat some stuff, we're sorry here. Yeah, I think, think Cam- we got it figured out now. Cameron's though. mic just fell. The Unsafe Release studio is a little low budget. We um, we we had everything's we on had fire. A, we had a microphone <laughs> related <laughs> a microphone related unsafe release. Just yeah, yeah. This is Unsa- a real punk rock operation. <laughs> but we are dedicated to you, the fans. F one is probably like the least punk rock thing in oh, existence. Oh, one hundred percent. As an avid fan of punk rock, yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, anywhere out- where they spray champagne, <laughs> that's not punk rock. <laughs> I can tell you that. I mean, I don't know. I think James Hunt was pretty punk rock, just okay. personally. Okay. So you know Jesus was pretty punk. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, Bottas versus Hamilton. I think we said, uh, you know, tire. They they started having similar tire issues. Yeah, they, they thought it was you know You know the Merck engineers were like, Oh, shit. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't get in the middle. The cars can't handle the middle. Yeah. <laughs> and stay off the corners. <laughs> right. And that's what they were saying to him. Um, and you know, Bodice is just like again. It, I'm gonna kind of yeah. kind of got screwed in the whole deal. Yeah, you know. Um, I want to race the red flags. <laughs> like we're good for Lewis. I, I just I I think just, it should really. I wish there was a way to statistically track how just like I don't want to say lucky because he's insanely skilled and he would still be winning. But Lewis Hamilton is so lucky. He's the, he has such a reliable car. He yeah. like he is. 
got to be one of the luckiest F1 drivers ever over his tenure of winning world championships. And it just shows you. At Mercedes, especially. That God hates Valtteri Bottas. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying it for weeks. So it's because he's a robot. Ever since Silvertime. It's because he's a robot. An abomination. Yeah. So, so how exactly did he get screwed? Like, what? So so what basically, did they do to the boy? Basically, by <laughs> by asking to pit opposite of Hamilton, he wanted whatever tires Hamilton didn't get. The choices were basically medium or hard, and because of that, wh- what that denotes is he wants to he doesn't want to be on the same sort of strategy. He wants to be able to compete. So if he's on hards, he can go for longer, and Lewis is going to have to pit again. But if he's on mediums, he's going to be quick. Well, it really just comes down to if they're on the same strategy, he's not going to be able to catch him because right. they're in the right. same car right. in right. theory. right? He, he, he wanted some sort of advantage to try and compete with Lewis and actually race him. Right, something to make it a competition. Right. Exactly, right. exactly. But the reason God hates Malcolm is <laughs> beca- because it was so hot and they were going to explode. It was yeah. so hot and Valtteri was in the lead for the first two restarts. Yeah. Uh, well, no, he lost it on the first red flag restart. Did no, he? no yeah. you're, okay. you're thinking of the actual start yeah, the and start the safety and car the rest- okay. There yeah. were lots of starts. Because he held yeah. it during the safety car restart in the big wreck, and right. then they red flagged it, and yes. then he lost the lead when they restarted. In the, in the first restart. Yeah, and then the second restart, he didn't take it back. He didn't take it back. He, he had yeah. the chance, but yeah. he didn't take it and back. And that screwed Danny Rick, who almost got his podium, bit. but Albon ended up with one instead. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, uh, Albon does does deserve some credit there. I mean, Horner was right in what he said in the press. Alex Albon did it the hard way. He had to pass Danny Rick. It's not an easy job. Yeah. Before we move too far off of the Bottas Hamilton thing, I do just want to like directly answer Jacob's question of how did they screw him over a little more? And this is kind of what it comes down to a lot of the time with Bottas and Hamilton and why you we joke that Mercedes is screwing Bottas over but nothing really ever happens is it's all kind of in a gray area that has plausible deniability because they can say stuff that is uncheckable, like the tires are. No, right, we yeah. love him. Yeah, 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 exactly. There's, we didn't want there have been die. very few cases they have happened where they've straight up been like Valtteri let Lewis win. But, it, and so it, it can just be, it's kind of interesting to watch that in formula one, I guess. Well, I, I also think it's, it's probably important to note that especially this season, I mean, Hamilton's chasing glory, right? I mean, he's, yep. he's this got is the season. Hamilton ties Schumacher, right? I think he's already tied the race win record. He's <coughs> definitely broken the pole record already. And he's, yeah, he's on track to, to break the record for most championships. So uh, he's going to get some priority. They want him to be the goat. So and they they're going to hold Bottas back. So a question I've had for a long time about Formula One is there's the Drivers' Cup, which is like the individual drivers, mm-hmm. right? And then there's yeah. the team. Yeah. yeah. Which is, and I know it's prob- the answer is probably both, yeah. but which is more important? It would depend uh, on who you ask in Formula One. I would so say both, yeah, for, yeah, the, yeah. for the most part, for most fans, other than like – there are some teams that have like actual fan bases, right? That follow just that team, no matter who the drivers are. Like Ferrari definitely has one, and Red Bull has one to a certain extent. But like outside of that, I mean, the constructors' championship matters, and people care about it. But most people are watching the drivers' championship, at least in my opinion, right? Or at and least the, the loudest. The constructors' voices. championship is sort of a byproduct more than anything else for fans, I would say. But if you're talking about F1 as an industry or like the people inside. 
I would bet they probably care more about oh, the oh, constructors yeah. championship. Like if you're if uh, I mean, and, and both would work, right? So if you're on a team that because lo- it's possible to lose the constructors championship, but one of your drivers win the drivers championship, that team still feels like they they're a championship winning team. You know, well, because I mean, they yeah, they yeah. are, to, yeah, to a certain, yeah, 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 like the guys in the pits and the engineers and everybody, like they're right. they're like we brought that championship home, so. You know, it's they're they're both important, but from a fan perspective, I would probably lean toward the drivers' championship. But yeah, and it's just because, as opposed to American sports, like Cameron said, Formula One is not a people follow a team sport. Yeah, and so that's that's kind of why it matters more. You could say it does. So, we we had all that in Mugello. Albon got his first podium. That was nice. Cameron kind of already talked about it a little bit. He he didn't sound super yeah, into it. it. Just just <laughs> the 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 week at Monza versus the week at at Mugello. Like I mean, Pierre Gasly was losing his mind yeah, like, after the race in the comms. But Albon, like I mean, he was happy, but it was well. Albon just, didn't win first, man. Well, yeah, but it just wasn't what you would expect from from like your first podium, especially after. On this podcast, which not a lot of people listen to, but in in the greater F one press, people have been dragging you as you know you don't deserve that spot. And then <laughs> the guy that might replace you that you already replaced got a race win last week. I mean, you think yeah. that a podium that that expected would just be like a huge release for him? And maybe he's just not a super outwardly emotional guy, yeah. but it just didn't didn't really he, seem like I expected, he was all too happy. I expected this. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. And I got this. With Albon's post-race radio. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, I mean a little bit. I mean he was again. He was like, "All right, cool." You know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's just not that. Ter- this dude sounds rad. As I feel like the me. press has kind of <laughs> right? beat him into that stance, though. Like, you uh, a little bit, a yeah. little bit. It sounds like he's just way cooler than you guys, honestly. Yeah. See, I want. Well, to it, be like it was more of a, he. He apologized for it taking so long to get that podium. Yeah, oh. yeah. Oh no, that's sad. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. It was that's not, not cool at all. Yeah, that's it was not like. Oh yeah, I'm way better than this. That's something I would say. I mean, I mean, to be fair, I'm sure. I'm sure to him, he feels like this should be podium number three. Right. You oh. know. Like right. 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 <laughs> okay, that completely recolors the whole thing. All right. Right. So yeah, that, that's most of our thoughts on Magello. Uh, I like the fact that they uh, they made the safety car special for such a safety car heavy race. And that's <laughs> most of our thoughts on Magello. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. Yeah. That's, that's the only red I car did. to uh, to uh, lead the race. I so. did. Oh damn. Uh, Leclerc did stay up in third for a while. He did. There. He did. He did. <laughs> And I did love the Ferrari livery, and uh, the safety uh, car livery was cool. Yeah, as well. the, fer- the the dark red Ferrari. I understand when the bright red's a bit more iconic, but like that looked really cool. I don't yeah. know why they don't switch back yeah, to that. I mean, you showed me pictures of it. Bef- like I said, you said I didn't watch the race, but you showed me pictures, and it looks so much cooler. Yeah, it was oh, a it, nice looking well, car. And speaking of design, just real quick, quick aside, uh, Seb's helmet this weekend. Did anybody see that with like the wood grain on one oh, side? Yeah, it was like cool. The painted, yeah, it was yeah. Pre- it was awesome. Seb's helmets are cool. I think he always does cool stuff. Now we're back to a helmet podcast. <laughs> we're going to talk about helmets in Sochi a little, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, Damn. So we got some news this week. Cameron wanted to mention this. We're going to glaze over it. Lewis Hamilton was in the time 100. Bubba Wallace wrote the entry. That was pretty cool. Yeah, Bubba yeah. I, I did. Yeah, the I, NASCAR driver. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I need to read it. I mean, Ooh. I. it was very. it's very short. I thought it was going to be like an article, but it's like two paragraphs. Well, I mean, there's, a, really there's 100 yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean he's know. in NASCAR. He's not a writer. 
fucking Time well, Magazine. They can write a page about everyone. <laughs> like what? I just I don't know. I I thought that was pretty it's cool. People. Lewis <laughs> Hamilton's been in, uh, and I don't think we're gonna go into all. You know, but but like I mean, he's been in like mainstream news, not F one news, not sports news. Like this last couple weeks, and and his his global reach is amazing, j- just like the sports is, and he him being the most high profile figure. I just think it's really cool. Uh, to see that he that he made that list and that you know we're 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 watching something that you know other people think is important. So is he is he like the the Steph Curry of Formula One right now? Just like the the person that non F one people know. Definitely. About. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. he is about to perform a Michael Jordan esque feat in Formula One. Oh yeah. I was trying to yeah. not bring up Michael yeah. Jordan. Yeah. No, yeah. but I mean, no, you can. That's yeah. Like, I mean, like seriously. Uh, I mean, I when we first started watching, I knew two drivers on the grid. I knew Kimi Raikkonen because he was on Top Gear a few times, Ooh. and I knew I, I didn't know Seb, even though he's been on Top Gear too. I didn't realize that at the time, but I definitely knew who Lewis Hamilton was. Um, Most people I talk to when I tell them I do a Formula yeah. One podcast are like, "Oh, I know Lewis Hamilton." Right. And like, that's I, it. well, it, it, part of it is you is mean that hot dude from England, <laughs> right? I was gonna say part that of it's his like public man. persona. He is a nice guy. It's easy to like him. And the other part is that, like, if you're watching ESPN on a Sunday afternoon, you're definitely going to see, like, Lewis Hamilton wins whatever, you know, GP on the bottom line. Um, (laughs) Right. Every week. (laughs) Almost every week. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, Lewis is cool and the best. Congrats, Lewis. So then we did want to talk about Red Bull and AlphaTauri a little um, and where the last, I guess, two races kind of leave them. You know, Mugello kind of knocked them back down i'm doing air quotes on a podcast but (laughs) down um but there's been a lot in the press about kind of changing the rhetoric back to like more to sister teams than to a team and b team Mm. um and i'd say that too after these two last two weeks right well Well, that's a good point like could be red bull covering their own ass but i mean i think you know there was an interview with max where someone asked him if you were pierre do you want pierre back on the red bull team what would you do if you were pierre and yeah max was pretty much like i would tell him to stay on alpha towery do not come over here well he's (laughs) he's whatever you do he's he's alpha towery's top driver he gets to be top driver it's like adam sandler (laughs) stay as long as you can (laughs) cherish it well, I, uh, Dimitri, uh, I think it's Metternich, Metternich, that guy, the the owner you of were Red right Bull, the third time, the <laughs> owner of all of Red Bull. Um, basically, yeah. yeah, he 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 came out and said, you know, that uh, that they were looking at it more as a sister team, and that part of the the Alpha Tauri rebrand as opposed to Toro Rosso was that uh, Toro Rosso almost suggested that you know how, what how close the teams are related, right? Right. And the rebrand to AlphaTauri sort of uh, recognizes that while it is still going to be a largely, you know, Red Bull associated uh, enterprise. I mean, obviously AlphaTauri is a Red Bull brand, but um, you know, I mean, they're still going to get parts. But that they they really want AlphaTauri, even though it is still going to be somewhat about development for young drivers, to be more of a competitor than a a feeder. Right. So, I mean, I think the fact that Pierre may want to stick around there, I mean, they they could become a legitimate midfield contender at some point. Right. Well, I mean, I think all bets are off in 2022 when the regs get redone. Right. So that's what they're shooting for. They're like, we're going to have two teams with this budget capped budget because we'll be able to take money from Red Bull essentially and shift it over there and 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 kill it. 
you know, have two yeah. budget cap teams that are doing the work of hopefully one. Um, but we'll we'll see how it goes. You know, it's definitely an interesting thing to keep track of. I think it's a long overdue shift. I don't know. I've only been following Formula One for like two years. So it can't be like long overdue. Well, I, man, <laughs> it's been a long ride. I wouldn't admit that on the podcast, <laughs> yeah. man. Oh, it's happening. I didn't verify this. I, I suck I'm, and know nothing. I'm about ninety five percent sure this is true, but I I I, I want to say that. Fun fact, Toro Rosso. It's not true. No, <laughs> I want to say that Toro Rosso actually won a race before the big Red Bull team did. Like, it, oh. o- 08 and Monzo was actually the first, like, win for either so they team. So bought, they bought, like, two teams at the same time? A- almost, yeah. Because, uh, well, that's ballsy. They bought, they bought Minardi <laughs> we in, like, 06 or something. <laughs> and I want to say that big Red Bull was, like, 03 or 04. Huh. Like yeah, it's, it, it was it was right back to back almost. I should learn more F one history, but anyway, Tune any, in next you got time. any more stuff on the Rebel Alphatari thing? Um, I I think it's cool. I I kind of view them uh like because I I am a bit of a Red Bull fan. I'm a Max fan. I I sort of view uh the Alphatari team as like my second team. So I I would love for them to be more competitive. I'd love to have four drivers to you know kind of claim as mine. Cameron just wants to see AlphaTauri and Red Bull go up to Lewis Hamilton and be like, Combo, combo! That ain't Falco! That ain't Falco! Oh, 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 oh. All right, so you're on strike two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that one was a little forced. That one was aggressive. <laughs> that, yeah, that that was aggressive. I, 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 I commend the effort. I'm not saying <laughs> yeah. you were wrong. I'm yeah. just saying... That was strike two. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm right, glad you're right. putting yourself out there, Cody. <laughs> you got to go for it sometimes. <laughs> you miss if, 100% you miss. of the shots you don't take. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're moving into silly season. Woo! Silly! Oh, man, Ruben almost missed the cue. I almost did. There yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so th- we talked about show, this. Live guys. Live show. Anything <laughs> can happen. <laughs> 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 on the last episode, uh, last episode I believe we left it at Checo. He confirmed he was leaving. It was all but confirmed that Seb was going to be to Aston Martin. And it, now, now we confirm, confirmed. N- now it is confirmed. Seb will be at Aston Martin. And um, so does that mean the silly season has come to a silly? Oh, oh no, oh, no, no, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> It's about to get even what? sillier. Oh, what is How much sillier can it get? Cody? Well, the big deal is our, our big boys are Haas. Like, Haas essentially has two open seats right now. Um, no one really knows what they're going to do. Jacob, we could try out. And <laughs> How hard is it to get a super license? <laughs> Let's go, bud. Very, very, very hard. Shut up. <laughs> no, it's not. Let's do it, Ruben. <laughs> yeah, this is the capitalist world of dreams here (laughs) (laughs) so they essentially have two open seats as far as anyone knows and an insanely good driver's market um checo is a huge steal one would think they definitely going after him especially with all the sponsor money he brings and how screwed they got by rich energy last year you got to think that all those big sponsors are really attractive to haas right now yeah so i definitely i want haas Here's here's what I want Haas to do. I want them to keep K Mag because I like K Mag. I think he's good. I think he's been there forever, and he deserves to like if that team ever gets good, reap it, and if not, um, move to another team that's better. But uh, Grosjean's got to go. 
Sorry, man. Oh, man, you're definitely going to not, you're not going to like my dream Haas take. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Differing <laughs> takes. And uh, I want Nico Hulkenberg in that second oh, scene. Oh, I think okay, that okay. would be awesome. That'd be pretty I think cool. you've got a, a kind of cool head that's been in F1 for a really long time that can kind of help you develop the car more, which is something they apparently need. And then you've still got Magnuson, who's been in F1 for a while, but can still be your young hotshot. Out there on the track, taking down those other fools. I like really wish our listeners could see the finger guns that <laughs> yeah. you were furiously <laughs> firing say, You were very close to just crop shotting, just <laughs> <laughs> chopping them down. So, so that's that's my dream Haas scenario. Um, what's, I, your, what's yours, Cameron? So, uh, my lame. My I don't <laughs> even know what it is, but lame. I'm, I'm gonna say this. I think that it would be really cool. Probably not in the short run, but it could be in the long run. I want I want them to keep. Grows John for a couple seasons, right? Uh. <laughs> Did you just was that yeah. fucking home improvement? You, you just got bro. Tim Taylor, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> I feel so weird. It's tool time now. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Tim Allen used to do a lot of cocaine. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> also um, true. Yeah, he got arrested, ba- verified, went to prison, point, yeah. and that's uh, how he became an actor. Look, guys, that's not the reason to criticize Tim Allen. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's okay. not. It's it's just that he was Mr. Family Man. Anyway, I um, love that. <laughs> but I anyway here on Tool Time Cast, <laughs> I I want him to keep Gross John, and I want them to um to find like a super young driver like a Schwartzman or Mick Schumacher to come in and kind of learn from Grosjean, right? I mean, he's had a couple of down seasons. Uh, not super impressive right uh, now. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> but uh, you, can't, you can't deny. <laughs> I don't think so, Tim. Cody, you're down to one strike, oh buddy. God. <laughs> you no, did it. Just no don't, don't strike him for that. But, I mean, you, you can't deny he's one of the more experienced drivers on the track. And pairing him with someone who's young and talented and an up-and-comer who's going to be one of the stars of the next generation, I just think that that makes sense. All right. I think we all know how I feel about that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think I think we do. <laughs> All right, did, you, did you ever stop laughing? I think you're broken, man. <laughs> your your picks for the drivers of Haas. I'm glad you asked me. <laughs> me See, too. in in 1974, I got nothing. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I I thought I could spin that. I got nothing. Uh, Tim Allen was doing cocaine in 1974. Facts. Uh, my my picks are Kimmy and uh, you know what, Tim Allen. Yeah. Oh shit, that'd be dope. I'd I'd watch it. That'd I be mean, a team he to do hella cars <laughs> on uh, on tool Yeah, time, yeah, he man. really really uh you He know. could be the brain that really gets them back on track. He tuned that hot rod up with with Brad. <laughs> and Randy. <laughs> okay. We're getting a little too deep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys need to go That's another podcast. Go start your own home podcast. improvement podcast. We're done with it here. Um Ruben, do you have a thought on Haas and Man, I really like the. Uh, I'm gonna try to steal both of y'all's at once. Okay. I really okay. like Hulk, and I like uh, what's his name, son. Oh, Mick 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 Schumacher. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would that, be dope. Yeah, that would also be yeah. really cool. Or if they go with two brand new drivers, I think Hulk and Schumacher could be cool too. Hulkenberg, yeah. also an experienced driver. So yeah, that's what that's what you were saying. That's what I said. That's literally what Rubens' like have Hulk ideal be team the lineup experience. was. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I was <laughs> I was trying to agree. I'm not trying to, th- but uh, but yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Well, and, 
It would also home. be it would also be very German. Uh, it would be very both German. both Germans and Haas is a German name. Gene Haas yep. is a uh, German American, right? I That's right. I don't know. And there's <laughs> no <laughs> better thing that works better together than Americans and Germans. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Classic right. teamwork. Right <laughs> Why is that on the soundboard? <laughs> Cody's out. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's that's strike three. Red, Looks red like card. I got to take over again. So moving on. <laughs> so, all right. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'll do better. <laughs> so so but but so if Checo doesn't go to Haas, where does he go? Where's does he? he at? Does where, he get? He does he get a seat? Well, I okay. hate it, but okay. I feel like he doesn't so if he doesn't get the one at Haas. There is some rumors about the Alfa Romeo second seat. Right, yeah. I was going to say Alfa could be a thing, but also... Uh, well, Williams. I, I was going to say uh, maybe Williams, like in a in a in almost a pay driver role with all that Russell's, sponsorship money. Russell's locked in, and Latifi's well, uh, already got that role. Well, like, yeah, I but I, I'm just saying that I, I think that that could be a possibility, maybe not for the next year, but on into the future. Like yes. Two years from now, I we could see him I, back I, with Williams. I don't think Williams is looking to shake anything up this year. They're nah, probably not, changing their entire corporate structure why so there yeah yeah but uh why not yeah. because they're already changing so, their entire corporate so structure. I, I don't i don't want to belabor the checko talk but did you did you hear the rumor about how he found out he was gone no man no hit me with it so apparently at Magello, he and lawrence stroll have adjoining hotel rooms right they're right next to each other because lawrence is cheap as fuck uh, I mean, that's probably how well, he got so much probably, money. Probably more. He likes to. Never mind. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, almost too, um, weird. <laughs> too, almost too weird. Okay, we're we're just gonna put a pin in that. <laughs> um, but uh, apparently, at one point during the race weekend, he got on the phone with uh, the the basically his lawyer that was doing the negotiation for uh, Seb's contract. And Checo oh. Checo was able to hear that like. Like we're signing Seb, we're signing Seb for one point five million dollars. He's gonna have a, sp- a sponsorship deal, and you know, and so basically he Checo's like, yeah, he uh, he kind of found out, how many you know, by accident. There? Yeah. <laughs> I don't he's, think he's gonna fire his son. <laughs> yeah, I really don't. That was uh, it's probably hard to escape that. Yeah, at that point you're like, oh well, I guess I'm guess I'm gone. Bye bye, Carlos Slim. <laughs> Carlos Slim, we're taking our money favorite. elsewhere. Yeah, let's let's go fund another team. Standing there at those weird double doors that connect hotel rooms with the glass <laughs> pressed against. <laughs> so that that He's totally got his side. Son of He's a got bitch. his side open. Yeah. <laughs> that that could totally be it. I mean, it almost sounded it like implied. Yeah, yeah, it implied that Checo was just like chilling out in the hotel room doing whatever. It, like Lauren Stroll's just maybe like a loud talker who's just like, <laughs> like yeah, your dad being on the phone. Million? Yeah, your dad Imagine being on the phone like in the other room. Time <laughs> for a little corporate espionage. Imagine <laughs> like watching TV and you start hearing that. And you're like, let me just go ahead and turn this just, off. Just casually yeah. in a hotel and hear your boss talking about hiring someone else for your role. <laughs> Guess I better dust up the old resume. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Go to start, start shopping this around. I'm going to put some of this mini bar stuff back. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm no, taking that mini bar. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's on Racing Point's dime. I'm drinking the whole mini bar. I'm taking it home. <laughs> so I'm going to other people's rooms. And take yeah, I'm going to take Lance's mini bar, too. <laughs> <laughs> He's not old enough to drink it anyway. <laughs> I'm going to watch a bunch of porn. I'm just going to rent all. I'm not even going to watch all these yeah. movies. I'm just going to rent them. <laughs> Lawrence, good luck explaining this to your wife. <laughs> But let's go nuts, Volume Six. What? <laughs> wow, you were too ready for that <laughs> that title. <laughs> you guys haven't been keeping up with. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> 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 Moving on. Moving on. <laughs>
<laughs> so now, moving into Sochi. Sochi. Uh, the Russian Grand Prix this week. We will start, as we always do, with track facts. Track facts. Oh, man, you're, you're I'm still Oof. laughing. You look like a Red Bull at the restart with all these yeah. with all these cues that you almost I'm did. still thinking about the waka porno. Waka. <laughs> waka waka. God. All right, so it's uh, this week the uh, Sochi Autodrome in 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 Sochi. You guys, you guys remember Sochi, right? The Olympics. Oh no. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I think I boycotted that year actually. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll talk about some boycotts. Um, <laughs> we will. Well, uh, thank I mean, God you didn't go to the Olympics that year, Jake. <laughs> I mean, not, we're not actually going to talk about an Olympic boycott, but like uh, uh, an Olympics that was boycotted will come up at some point. Uh. But um, anyway, so. Sochi, uh, basically, yeah, like I said, famous for hosting the Olympics, where NBC uh, refused to uh, be you know, anything but super pro-Russian. Uh, also oh. known for basically when the Russian doping scandal kind of came to light, um, a lot of people True. remember it for that. There was also a meme about like uh, poorly constructed bathrooms that turned out to be a hoax. Um, ah, but yeah. I, I remember yeah. that about I do Sochi. Remember that yeah. the uh, the Russian super soldiers was the bigger story, I think. Yeah, I mean. So kind of buried the lead there. <laughs> so Sochi itself is a resort town on the Black Sea, uh, which is like that's like one of the only parts of Ru- uh, Russia that you would want to actually vacation to. One like, of the only inhabitable parts. Yeah, of Russia. yeah. We're not we're not going to Siberia or nothing over here. I mean, this is like you know, uh, not to get into Russian history, but they really like this area of of the Black Sea. They sure, sure they've they've definitely loved it over there. Um, it was uh, it opened in 2014. Um, uh, in conjunction with the Olympics that year, uh-huh. it was uh, um, it, it's it's one of three tracks. I I thought Canada was one of these, but I guess I'm wrong. Um, but Sydney and Beijing are also at at uh, built on Olympic parks. Like ah, the the okay, circuit okay. at one point was like roads to get around like the Olympic complex uh, when the Olympics were going on. So, oh. um, lap records. Oh, uh-huh. real quick. Uh, quali lap record set by Valtteri Bottas in 2018. Uh, it's a 131.387. And a race record set by Hamilton last year. Uh, that's a 135.761. So that is, uh, it, it's also, Cody, by the way, it's a Herman Tilke circuit. So, um, uh, we oh, br- shit. Yeah, <laughs> brought, up, brought up Tilke a little earlier. <laughs> Uh, for you guys, uh, yeah, I don't know who that is. Basically, he's he's a he's a the guy designer of all bad tracks. Yeah, oh. and some good ones. I mean, like like I'm sorry, Circuit yeah. of the Americas is good. Circuit of the Americas. Way, yeah, that's our track. That but sounds like a terrible name. That well, sounds we like the ra- American name for a track. Yeah. Man, we just raced at the Temple of Speed. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that one's called Coda. So oh, <laughs> you know, well, that's, that's the nickname. Is translated. Just like no, no, no. <laughs> Ours is called Coda, not the Temple of Speed. Yeah, no, 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 not the Temple. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, basically all the tracks that we complain about as being boring were designed by this guy, uh, so in- including Sochi. We don't really like Sochi. I'm not a big so fan. He's the Joel Schumacher of, <laughs> of track design. <laughs> uh, a little bit, a little bit. So, yeah, Whoa. Saying the color dream wow. was pretty good, but I, I don't know about that Phantom sequel. <laughs> so uh, it was. It's I know, like. Uh, I'm like, sorry. I have to tie to things I know. No, but like <laughs> yeah, if you had good. said Ralph Schumacher, <laughs> that because that's oh, that Michael's brother. Yeah, yeah. That would have been perfect. Perfect, perfect. Thought, yeah. <laughs> you would have just the picked Steve a better Schumacher. fake name. <laughs> so Joel Schumacher is a very real person. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so oh. it, it is It is important to note, you know, that those lap records were both held by Mercedes cars because 
Only Mercedes has ever won at this track. <laughs> ever. Wait, Only what? Mercedes So wins. what do you guys think is going to happen this weekend? Uh, I think... Ricardo! <laughs> Ricardo! <laughs> hey, hey. I think both Mercedes cars will get so much speed that they launch into the air and collide in midair. And, and finishing first. So, so they only take launch at Le Mans. So it is <laughs> it is important to note that uh, Netflix will be filming with Mercedes this week mm. um, at at Sochi. So curse. At, yeah, it's kind of the Netflix curse. Kiss of but wait, weren't they with? Were they with Ferrari at Mugello or Monza? I think it was Monza. I think it was with double DNF. So I mean, yeah. it could be. Could you're be. right. Yeah, because if it was in Magella, I was gonna be like, whoa, whoa. But you're right. I think it was in Monza. Yeah, so, so hopefully they're cursed. They're gonna try and avoid that uh, that curse from Hockenheim last year. Last time, Netflix was with Merck was when the over a minute pit stop happened. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. It was Do great. they have fun costumes? I need for to this get. Race? I need no. to get my yakety sacks ready. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So basically, um, it's a it's a lower drag track. Uh, DRS is going to be less effective, which is probably going to make it less exciting. Yeah. Um, a higher speed first two sectors, very technical third sector. Because uh, we talked about G forces last week and how like uh, like the crazy G's you take at Magello. The max G force at Sochi is four. So, uh, yeah, a little disappointing there. Nice. I mean, not that I. Uh, That's wholesome. I was gonna say if I, I took take four, four G's, G's for yeah, breakfast, <laughs> my <laughs> phone runs at five G. Damn it. Um, also, damn. also important to note, it's it's not a permanent circuit. So I mean, these these uh, there's a short track that's used a lot more um, at this venue. So the surface is going to be very smooth, meaning that tire wear is going to be less of an issue so drivers are going to be able to go longer on soft so and, you know, everything that hurts mercedes is not a factor here. yeah yeah that's <laughs> why that's why they win yeah. um it, it's actually important to note here so uh, the russian grand prix a uh, little bit new right there's not a, a huge f1 history in russia um a race called the Russian Grand Prix was held in 1913 and 1914, way before Formula One. Whoa. And guess guess who won both of those races? Lewis Hamilton. It's a it's a it's a little <laughs> a little auto manufacturer named Benz. Oh, oh shit. They no. was so technically before they merged <laughs> with Mercedes in nineteen twenty six, but I'm still gonna give it. I, that that counts. That yeah, counts, that right? Definitely it's, counts. Yeah, it's it's Mercedes the whole time. Every race in Russia. Wow. Mercedes just wins it. Um, so the uh, the Mercedes comes rolling up to Sochi, and all the other teams are like, "No, God, no, God, please, no." Okay, that that one was good. That was good. that was well placed. That was good. Um, so the 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 original Russian Grand Prix was uh, abandoned because uh, World War One started. And oh, then yeah. uh, there was a whole Russian Civil War, and the Soviets weren't into motor racing. Crazy. What? Um, so, yeah, they didn't. It's cold. Guys. I ain't going to yeah. race. I mean, and this, we're talking like hardcore Soviets. This is like linen and stuff. Like, right. We're, uh, we're you know, we're, we're, we're going back here. They're not into that. That's capitalist, you know, uh, stuff there. So <laughs> there, were <laughs> there were attempts in the 80s to try and make like a Soviet Grand Prix. And they always fell through. Uh, the sources I found would always cite like bureaucratic reasons. Man, that sounds like it would be right up F1's alley, <laughs> making you know a really shitty regime look good. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, it was Bernie Ecclestone's like personal pet thing, which that makes sense. Uh, he 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 does love that. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> that's a big deal. He loves him. money. Um, but actually, uh, in in two thousand about two thousand and one, um, Putin 
um, Putin became yeah. a big proponent of bringing the uh, Russian GP uh, to existence. Um, by the way, just just uh, just for the record, uh, Bernie Ecclestone did bring F1 behind the Iron Curtain with the Hungarian Grand Prix in '86. So he okay. did he did eventually succeed at his his goal, just not in Russia. Um, and after after that '01 stint with Putin, there was a short time in 2003 they were going to build a track in Moscow. Uh, they did eventually build the track, but the the F1 race completely fell through due to contract disputes. So the opposite of communism. <laughs> Now capitalism ah. has has, uh, has handicapped it. Yeah. So um, God, I love capitalism. Finally, yeah. finally, the uh, the Olympic Games are brought in 2014. So what what originally made it, you know, an interest in the 80s was that the Olympics were coming to Moscow, and so now they're back. And so you know, F1 uh, finally got it together this time, and uh, culmination of a long effort finally got um, a, uh, a a Russian Grand Prix. So uh, that's that's pretty much. That's pretty much track facts for this week. I mean, track there's uh, facts. Yeah, I mean, Sochi's not that old. Uh, the circuit no itself more isn't. Facts. Yeah, the circuit itself isn't you know very historic. So. This was Cameron's top yeah. nine track facts. That's that's what it is. Yeah, it was. Those are some good track facts. Um, I think the main thing we can take from this is that Mercedes is definitely going to win, and this is going to be a boring ass race. Oh, actually, I do have I have one more tiny maybe interesting thing. God. Top no, tier track Sorry. facts. Uh, this is sorry, one of the only interesting things I could find on the track itself. It is the fourth longest circuit on the calendar. How um, long is it? Um, oh man, <laughs> I actually did not write it down. It's like it's like what the fuck? It's like five and a half kilometers. I don't know. It's like yeah. I'll take track facts. Seven next miles. Week. You know or what? So, I don't know. <laughs> we um, need to but have a jar for how many times we ask Cameron for a number. <laughs> Man, I, and he does it. I had it. like two or three weeks there. Where I was, I was rolling, man. Uh, yeah, and you got, got complacent. Got you got cocky. Yeah, I did. Got. I did. But Spa, Baku, and Silverstone are the only ones that are longer. So <laughs> I wish I knew by how whatever. Much. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, sorry guys. <laughs> so first, you shit on the format. <laughs> no, so he's googling it. So no, I'm not. Okay. So yeah, my point on the race, uh, I just wanted to say that I feel like it's going to be boring as hell. Maybe we'll get lucky with some midfield stuff, but well, it's probably go ahead. I'm sorry. sorry just as a uh, as someone who knows nothing about the sport, but has survived nine months of 2020 so far, and has watched several Formula One races in the year 2020. Cody, anything could happen. Anything. I think it's very possible <laughs> that the uh, Alfa Romeo car will grow wings and just oh. take, take the race. We'll, we'll take all 5.848 <laughs> kilometers of the track. Yeah, how long is that in real time? I knew you knew it, Cameron. 3.634 miles. He just had to recall it. Right, he had to access his memory pass. <laughs> <laughs> I had to perform a power-up away from the mic uh, so the screech wouldn't go through, you know. But yeah, so maybe Jacob's right, but he's not. Mercedes is gonna crush it. Well, I mean, okay, yeah, and, no. and this is the first year that I've like really watched yeah. Formula One besides just like a few random races of the car with you guys. But like, am I not wrong that this is the year for just shit, shit to happen? You are you are correct. Yeah, 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 but there are tracks where like, you know, like Mugello two weeks ago where we had all those wrecks and stuff. Course. Like we went in thinking that was probably going to be a boring race, or I did, but the fact that like it was the first time they'd ever raced there, 
all that was kind of working in its favor, right? It still kind of ended up being a boring result, but it was a good race to watch. Right. Sochi is not that way. They've raced there for years. Every year, Mercedes has crushed. Like, yeah. you were correct. This is the year for something crazy to happen. But I, I just don't I don't want to get hyped, I guess, and then nothing crazy happened. Because I feel like the craziest thing we're going to see is maybe a bodice Hamilton fight for first. And I don't even think we'll see that. Uh, because yeah, I'm not, I'm Merck not is now kind of getting into this weird area where Hamilton is closing in on he'll be like within you know win one or two more races and he is mathematically going to win the championship and they are going to try to get to that point as quickly as possible and last year they even at a race told bodice he needed to let hamilton by just to get him there faster uh to to, well i mean yeah that that happened last year too i was i was thinking of the meme i stick to my point though that this is the year to just go ahead and put one dollar on Haas. You're right. You're right. This I'm is the year. It. This is it. Well, uh, we, we may have talked about it last episode. But wasn't there somebody that had like that called the podium at Monza and won like a there bunch was. of money? Yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> had, we talked about that last episode, right? Yeah, that was oh, that was nuts. an insane race. But like that race would have looked a lot more like Mugello if that Hamilton penalty hadn't happened, which I kind of right, touched right. on in that race. Like it right. would have been an awesome race to talk about watching. Right, but the result does not look would not have looked impre- as impressive. But, but yeah. So now we'll go through our our weekly pack preview. Our pack preview, and um, I mean, I've already told everyone how I feel. So the top of the pack, you know, I'm kind of thinking Red Bull's in dangerous territory again, moved oh, to the midfield for sure. Yeah, man, that's what I'll say on this one because yeah. we know Merck's gonna Merck's, Merck's gonna try and avoid the Netflix curse and win again in Russia. Yeah, Merck gonna Merck. Um, but yeah, Red Bull needs to uh, definitely make sure that there's you know, b- try to avoid any sort of failures. Try to avoid a third straight DNF for Max. That would be uh, just uh, devastating. Max, like personally, why are you devastating. pulling me? <laughs> that was bad. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. It was okay, but I'm, I'm just happy you're putting yourself out there. <laughs> yeah. you know. Thank you, I Cameron. I like to see you taking risks. Thank you. But yeah, a a a three four finish, either Albon three or Max three. Either way, that would be a huge thing for Red Bull right now, given the, how the way the last two weeks have gone. Even if Albon just got a podium, it's it would still be huge. Right. Yeah. They they just want to end up on the podium, and hopefully they want Albon and Max to be next to each other if they're not on the podium, at least in the order. Right, right. So midfield, um, we want these guys all want podiums: McLaren, Renault, Racing Point, AlphaTauri, Ferrari. As Ruben Ferrari mentioned, back. Yeah, they, right. I should have made a bigger note. We have moved Ferrari back into the mid pack, which, as we've discussed, kind of sits on my tummy, on the front, <laughs> and uh, it's they, 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 <laughs> they. Yeah, it's like, it's like a fanny pack. <laughs> no, but, no, no, but no, for yeah. my tummy, yeah, they they earned it though. They both scored points in Mugello, their thousandth race with that cool livery. So they're yeah. in the midfield for now. We'll see if they lose it. Um, but yeah, the Ferrari definitely needs to score some points, man. That's yeah, they, they definitely they do. Em. McLaren and Renault are in a freaking. Oh, I mean, McLaren, Renault, and Racing Point are in a cat fight. Oh god, uh, it's, it's going to be so exciting coming down the. Yeah. <laughs> I can probably find I a cat say, sound effect. <laughs> Ruben, I heard that in my headphones, and I looked at Cody. I looked to try and see if he was hitting the sound, but that was nice. That was not good. This is, this is MVP, the best I got. This is the best MVP, I got. Driver oh. the That's the best I got. Yeah, pretty much the same. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, cat. I hear no different. Cat. 
<laughs> we got a real Wookiee fight here for third. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think it's a big deal. <laughs> I I don't know where they're at, like points wise in the standings, but right now, just like as far as who's doing the best, Reno's ahead. I mean, Reno yeah. looks poised for a strong finish Good to the season Danny if they keep Rick doing what they're doing. I don't know. It, let's all remember though that Racing Point is doing as well as they are with like a fifteen point deduction. So I just feel like, but they I did see this week where Racing Point is not going to have any more upgrades for the car for the rest of the year. Oh, wow. Um, I do next week want to go through and do... Uh, we'll do a bit on which parts are already locked for development okay. for next yeah, year. Yeah, that'll yeah, be nice. Yeah, yeah, Um I'm looking up the constructor standings because I didn't write them down because I'm trash. No, you're good, man. You're <laughs> good. But no, I mean... R- no, you're trash. Don't r- let camera don't drag you down to Reno, Reno seems to have, like like we've talked about before, seems to have benefited from the engine mode ban. Uh, Daniel Ricardo's been flirting with podiums the last couple of weeks. you got to think I he's going to end it. up with one before the end of the So season. about 20 points cover Reno, McLaren, Racing Point, Reno, and it's about 10 between each of them in that wow. order. Wow. McLaren, Ooh. Racing Point, Reno. Okay. So it's real tight. That's that's gonna be fun. That's to watch. a couple of DNFs, like yeah, yeah, and and a podium, and how these teams have been like gripping podiums when they can. Um, it should be really should be really interesting midfield battle. I think that's gonna kind of be all to watch this week. As I've said earlier, um, I think this race is gonna be boring. Uh, so our backpack, backpack. You, you strap them on. Oh, I left someone off. Haas, Williams, and Alfa Romeo, Orlin. Indeed. Yep. So. These guys want to complete. I no can't race. believe Williams didn't score points last week. That oh, was the other so person that close. got screwed so on that yeah, second yeah, restart was, uh, on Mugello. Right. Yeah, not last week, but Latifi. Williams, Russell almost. Or Russell, yeah, sorry. Russell, not Latifi. Yeah. Latifi crashed out. Yeah. Raikkonen did leave the no points group, though. He did. He did. Yeah. Kimmy scored. And, and you got to think that Alfa Romeo wants to try and flirt with points for this week because Kimmy will tie Rubens Bar- Barrichello's all time starts record this week. I mean, I'm um, very so upset uh, provided about he starts the race, which it looks like is very likely, for sure. But yeah, I we don't follow any of these backpack I mean, teams. So I mean, I mean, I kind of follow Williams, but there's just other take it away since Claire left. Well, yeah, well, see, Claire was the heart and soul <laughs> of that team. Damn it! But I mean, that's that's been the whole damn. bit of news I think that I've really seen. Williams centric is still like. Claire Williams and the Williams family feel like they're mourning at loss of F1, and I'm sure they are. But, um, you know, there's just not a and lot. F1 is mourning them. Yeah, but, I mean, you're, there's just not a lot to talk about on the track. Like, if, if Russell had scored some points, I'm sure there'd be, you know, maybe some more press on it. But, yeah, there just, just wasn't. It was kind of a slow week. Kind of a slow week in F1, honestly. Two weeks. Well, we uh, I mean, other than, the, a minute. other than the yeah. Seb stuff, I mean, yeah. other than that. It, it, yeah, but, I mean, that all happened news. during the week of Mugello. Right, yeah, right. Just after we had recorded yeah. this is what I was trying to say. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, that's it for this week. Bleeding into Sochi, our Mugello thoughts, all that good stuff. Indeed. No no dead baby track facts this week. Thank, oh, man. Why? We, we haven't Why made it, you have to bring it up? We haven't made it through the, does anyone have anything fun to say? Oh, shit. <laughs> so shit, shit, like, shit, uh, shit, 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 shit. So, in Sochi, three babies. <laughs> <laughs> they all get in an F1 Wandered car. onto the track. <laughs> with with a bear. They're in a box. You don't know if they're dead or alive. Oh, God. Schrodinger's babies. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <Ooh. laughs> so moving along. Does anyone have anything fun or exciting in motorsport for real that's not dead babies at Sochi? Oh. Um, I, I, I watched a good amount of Le Mans. 
And that was fun. I, you know, I, I didn't watch yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, you never texted me. Sorry. Uh, you yeah. jerk. <laughs> well, well <laughs> you waited for now to bring it up. What kind of gotcha journalism is this, Cody? Kind of what happened there was uh, I wasn't entirely in charge of the rest of my plans for the day. So I just, <laughs> but I was able to just like, like put uh, Lamont on in the background and just like watch it. It was, you know, it was kind of cool uh, seeing them all race at night with the headlights and the driver changes yeah. and. You know, it's 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 it's, a, it's an interesting deal. It, it is hard to follow, I think, just because there are multiple drivers in each car. And um, but it was it was it was a fun race. I I look forward to trying to do a little bit more uh, world endurance championship viewing at uh, you know at some point. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I want to see that E League or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's Formula E. Yeah. Yeah. Formula E. That'll, that'll be back but before no, too long. Y- you're talking about the extreme E thing I was oh, talking about, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, Lewis is a team. That's after yeah. next year. That'll yeah. be the beginning of next year. Where they but yeah. drive over arrows and get boosters. And <laughs> <laughs> They're yeah. driving fucking <laughs> Batmobiles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Dope. No joke, no joke. Okay, well, before we end, I did have one more thought on who Haas should bring in oh, okay. to their driver oh, okay. lineup. Okay. I'm it's kind of a wild card, but I think it, it'll be, I think it's going to work, okay? It's just got to be this guy. And his name is John C. And on that note, we're going to sign off for you, this week. You can't see us. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Thank you guys Later. for listening.